Welcome to Baptist Perspective with Jimmy Barber. Whether you're listening while driving home from work, sitting with a hot cup of coffee, or making dinner, we hope this podcast will be thought-provoking and edifying. Now, here with today's episode is Jimmy Barber. Today we desire to take up the subject of baptism. Here again, there is a distinction between the Baptist and the Protestants. This is shown by quoting from the Standard Articles of Faith. Article 4 of the Westminster Confession of Faith says, quote, Not only those that do actually profess faith in and obedience unto Christ, but also the infants of one or both believing parents are to be baptized, end of quote. The 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith states in Article 2, quote, Those who do actually profess repentance toward God, faith in and obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ, are the only proper subjects of this ordinance, end of quote. Both agree that those who profess faith in Christ and are living in obedience to Him, that is, to Christ, are to be baptized. The differences lie in the statement that, quote, infants of one or both believing parents are to be baptized, end of quote. The Reformers affirm that certain infants are fit subjects for baptism while Baptists deny this. Many volumes have been written over the years and continues to be written regarding this issue. However, as we have stated from the beginning, we need to see what the Scriptures teach. Thus far, we have tried to the best of our ability to give a high-level view of the differences between Baptists and Protestants and not to be too laborious with too many details. As we attempt to show that the subject for baptism not only includes those who, quote, actually profess repentance toward God, faith in and obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ, end of quote. I do not know how to do this any better than by looking at the particular passages in the scriptures relating to baptism. I pray the Lord would bless me to do this without being too detailed and that continuity of the subject will not be lost. Our first passage is the third chapter of Matthew. This will also include the parallel passages as found in the other Gospels. In Matthew chapter 3, we find, and I read, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Esaias, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his, make his paths straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair, and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan 
and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits, meet for repentance, and think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and cometh thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. From this chapter, we find the following. One, that they that were baptized by John confessed their sins. Verse 6. Two, John required fruits of repentance before baptism. Verses 8 and 11. Obviously, the baptism of Jesus, who had no sin and could not sin, did not require repentance or confession of sin. Therefore, from the clear language of this passage, there is not the slightest hint that infants were included here. In the next chronological order in the Gospels, where we find baptism discussed, is in Luke chapter 7, in verses 29 and 30, we read, quote, And all the people that heard him and the publicans justified God being baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the counsel of God against themselves, being not baptized of him, end of quote. We are only looking at this passage at this time with regard to the subject of baptism. There's other lessons that can be taught from this passage. The text tells us that those who were baptized heard John. This cannot be referring to infants because they do not hear or comprehend intelligent conversation. We also find another group, and they that and they are those who were not baptized because they, quote, rejected 
the counsel of God, end of quote. Infants are not mentally mature enough to reject intelligent words that are collected together to convey concepts and ideas. As we come to the end of the Gospels, we find two other passages that relate to our study. There are Matthew 28, 18 through 20, and Mark 16, 15 through 16. They read as follows. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Mark 16, 15-16 reads, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Who is it that our Lord commanded to be baptized in these passages? In Matthew, those who were to be baptized were first to be taught. In Mark, it was those to whom the gospel was preached and believed that they were baptized. Again, we see that these passages do not indicate that infants are proper subjects for baptism. More arguments could be made from these passages, but I only give these for uh, just for an overall view without being too detailed. Thus far, we have looked at all the passages in the Gospels that use the Greek words for baptism and their connection with the ordinance of baptism. And we do not see any reason for concluding that infants of one or both Believing parents are to be baptized. I am aware that there are other passages in the Gospels which the Reformers used to infer the baptism of infants and small children, and we plan to discuss those in the future studies. Currently, we are limiting our study to those passages where the Greek words that are used for the rite of baptism to see if infants are included. So far, we only find repentant believers who are living in obedience to the Lord as proper candidates or subjects for baptism. The Lord willing, we will continue this study in our our next podcast by considering the book of Acts. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Baptist Perspective. We archive our episodes so you can go back anytime and listen again. Do you have a question about something you've heard or just want to let us know you're listening? Visit us at baptistperspective.wordpress.com. That's baptistperspective.wordpress.com. Thanks again for listening.